and we are back. Welcome here to Go Baller FFS. I am your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, sitting here with none other than the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer and sports columnist, and jumping right back into our NFL Weekly Quick Picks podcast, breaking down all games against the spread in Week 12. We broke down some of the earlier games in the week for Thanksgiving on Wednesday, but now we're here to tackle Sunday's NFL slate. And man, jumping right into things, the beautiful mud bowl of the NFL this weekend and my beloved Cincinnati Bungles at the jungle hosting the Cleveland Browns, the winless, the hapless Cleveland Browns. And man, if there's ever a chance for this team to get off the schneid and win one game this season, it's against the inept Cincinnati Bengals, especially coming off a road win against Denver last week. So maybe the Bengals are sleeping a little bit in this one. Cincinnati's favored by eight points at home in this game. And I'm not going to go crazy and pick a, pick the Browns to upset in this one. But I am going to say that this is going to be a closer game than people expect. This is a division game. These teams have played close many times in the past. I got Cincinnati winning a nail-biter and just eking out a victory. 24-23, to 23, not covering the spread. What say you, Mr. Allen Dell? You got the bungles or not, man? Yeah, I, I like Cincinnati. Let's not forget they're still in a hunt for a wild-card spot. So uh, <laughs> Amazing. And they're going to face uh, the great Deshaun Kaiser, who's thrown 14 picks this year. Uh, Cleveland's defense is also banged up. So I, I like uh, Cincinnati 21-10. 21-10. So looks like they're covering the spread for you and not for me. How about your boy Trubisky, a.k.a. Truth Bisky? And the Chicago Bears going to face the Philadelphia Eagles, that vaunted Eagles offense, man. Philadelphia favored by 14 points in this game. That's a gigantic spread, and they're coming off a huge blowout win in a division game over the Cowboys on primetime television. This is your classic trap game, and I don't know a trap game in terms of Chicago winning this game outright, but again, just like the Browns at the Bengals before, I think Chicago keeps it close on the road. These spreads, this the spreads this week are just too big for my taste. I got Philly winning this game, but not covering the spread. I got Eagles 27, Bears 21, keeping it close, one possession game. What say you, Mr. Allendale? Yeah, I don't agree with that. I, I think it'll be close for a while, but when Mitch uh, Trubisky has to throw in a clutch, I think they're going to wind up in a lot of trouble. Jordan Howard might keep them in the game for a while with Tariq Cohen. But there's going to come a time where uh, Eagles defense, excuse me, offense is going to go, and then Chicago's in a lot of trouble. So I like Philadelphia 31 to 10. All right, looks like covering the spare. So, so we're going mano y mano here. All right, third game on the slate. Miami Dolphins at New England Patriots. And if you thought the last two spreads were big, how about the Patriots at Foxborough favored by 16 and a half freaking points in this game? That is insane. You're talking about a New England team that's lost a lot of players to injury this year. Miami is a team that, yeah, their starting quarterback position might be all messed up, but these guys are not that bad when you look at their skill position players. Guys like Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, Kenny Stills, the new running backs, Damian Williams. He's looking good. Kenyon Drake. I think there's just too much of a difference in this spread for me. I think New England wins by two touchdowns, 28-14, but I'm not buying that 16-and-a-half spread. I ain't putting money on that. What say you, Mr. Allendale? Yeah, well, Matt, uh, Matt Moore's going to be a quarterback. Cutler's out. That's probably a good thing. It's better for the Dolphins, yeah, it right? it probably is. Uh, during the Patriots' current winning streak, they're only allowing 12.5 points per game. They've been playing extremely well. They, they, they 
They fixed everything on defense. They're going to roll on offense. I like New England 34 to 14. All right, so looks like they're covering the spread for you. We got three on three, man. We're going against each other every game here. Unplanned, unplanned. All right, Buffalo Bills, my man Tyrod Taylor. No more hashtag free Tyrod. Playing at the Kansas City Chiefs, the Chiefs that are no longer considered Super Bowl contenders unless you're living in Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City favored by nine and a half points. Like I said, insane spread totals this week. No way Kansas City with that low-scoring offense. They've been struggling to put up touchdowns and points. They're going to win in a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo pulls this out and gets off the schneid. I got Kansas City 19, Buffalo 17 in a low-scoring game. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking away you, or maybe you, you cheated and read my notes. I, I got Kansas City 20, Buffalo 17. Uh, we won't see rookie Nate Peterman throw anymore. Uh, <laughs> Amen a, to that. He's been banished to Siberia or someplace like that. So. Uh. Amen to that. The Godfather got jokes tonight, guys. Oh, how, how about this? How about the rookie Patrick Mahomes III and seeing him soon on yeah, the field? Because Alex later. Smith could be best sooner than later, man. We'll be right back to cover the rest of the NFL Sunday games. Peace out. And we are back. Welcome to Go Baller FFS and our weekly NFL Quick Picks podcast, breaking down all games against the spread for week 12 of the NFL season. And jumping right into things, your beloved Tampa Bay Buccaneers, former Bucks beat writer Mr. Allen Dell over here. I'm going to let you take this game. Falcons favored by 10 at the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium. What say you in this one? Yeah, you know, you look at the Falcons' schedule, the remaining schedule, it's really tough. And it may, honestly, the two easiest games are the Bucs. They need to beat the Bucs in their, their two meetings they got left with them because the rest of those games are really going to be tough. Uh, Jameis Winston is out again. So the question is, are we going to see Ryan Fitz magic or are we going to see Ryan's Fitz tragic? That's, that's <laughs> did you just make that one up or did you write that in the column some years back, man? That's a, yeah, that's, that's a good one right there. I like that. So what you, what you got? What's your final I score? I got Atlanta 24-17. Okay. Oh, Bucks are done. All right, so, but they're not covering the spread of the Falcons for you, huh? I mean, in this game, this is a little bit of a tough one because you don't know which Bucks team is going to show up. But Tampa has won two straight. Fitzpatrick playing way better than Winston is this year. I got Tampa Bay keeping this game close, but Atlanta pulls out the victory. 28-24 Falcons. Moving on to the next game, the Carolina Panthers. Your boy Cam Newton playing at Josh McCown's New York Jets. How about the Panthers favored by five and a half points on the road in this one? I think these two teams are a lot closer than people think. Uh, Panthers might have a little more... uh, kind of pageantry and fan base behind him right now because the Jets have been so down in recent years. But I got the New York Jets to cover the spread and win in an upset. This is my upset special of the week. Josh McCown continues to play like a top 10 quarterback. Jets win this game 24, Carolina 19. What say you? Yeah, well, you never know with the Jets. They're, they're still figuring out why they win it. Do they really want to win? But it's good for Todd Bowles. If he doesn't come back as a Jets coach, maybe he'll get a job someplace else. He needs to come back. Yeah, Carolina's defense has been excellent. Uh, Cam Newton starting to come around. Josh McCown, uh, you love the guy, 38 years old. He's been on more teams than uh, Carter's got liver pills. That's still a joke. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, I like Carolina 23-14. We need to start up a comedy podcast after this. Mr. Allen Dell killing it with the jokes here. Tennessee Titans, your real boy, okay? Marcus Mariota, Titans favored by three and a half at the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, I thought this spread would be big. With all the crazy big spreads out there, and the Titans are only favored by three and a half points, this is a team that's six and four. Indianapolis 3-7, and seven, sitting in the same division. Tennessee has just much more to play for right now, and the Colts are really banged up. Brissett's just coming back from his own concussion. I got the Titans rolling in this one, covering the spread, no problem. 
Titans 30, Colts 20. What say you? You know, uh, the Titans haven't won at Indy in nine years. Wow. Did uh, not know that. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is really coming along. Nine TDs, five, five interceptions. He might find himself a job someplace else if it's not here. Uh, Titans are, are struggling. Uh, I'm, I see an upset here. I see Indy winning 17-14. Oh, my goodness gracious, man. All right, so back-to-back upsets right there. All right, how about then a potential blowout game or an upset game, depending on who you got? Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers. Division contest, NFC West showdown here. Seattle favored by 6.5 points on the road. Another classic trap game to me. I think Seattle pulls it out, but gets a really big scare from your boy Bethard and the Niners with a team with no, no, nothing to really lose, so they got really no pressure on them at this point. Seattle's obviously pushing for a playoff spot. I got Seattle in a tight one, 23, San Francisco 21. Well, you know, for Seattle, when in doubt, go to Russell Wilson and always find a way to, 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 to somehow get a win. San Francisco. Amen to that. Yeah, San Francisco, uh, they're struggling. We all know that. When's uh, Garoppolo getting in there, man? I don't know. 49ers are, are coming off a Week 10 win over the Giants. Uh, but who knows? And the CX lost at home to the Falcons Monday night. I think they're going to be really ornery about that. I like them winning 28-17. All right, so covering the spread for you. We're going to finish up two games and jump back to our big game of the week after here and break down the New Orleans Saints, L.A. Rams. Jacksonville Jaguars at Arizona Cardinals. Jags favored by five points on the road. This Jacksonville team I still cannot buy as a true playoff Super Bowl contender, even though their defense is phenomenal. They still have Blake Boyles as their quarterback. I got Jacksonville winning this game, but not covering the spread. Low-scoring game here. Jacksonville 17, Arizona 14. What say you? Yeah, Jaguars, uh, great defense. Winners of four straight. Uh, they're in sole possession of first place in the a- AFC South. Uh, they're at home. This is after this game. The next three games are all at home, so there's a good chance to get a winning streak going. I like them winning. 20-16. to 16. Who you got, Denver at Oakland? Give me a score. Uh, I'll tell you what, Denver. Uh, Denver, wow. Okay, all right. 17-16. I got Oakland winning 28-20. to 20. We'll be right back. All right, here we go. Back with our weekly NFL Quick Picks podcast for Week 12, breaking down all games against the spread and just having a segment for this game alone because it, it, you don't get often too many games at this point in the season between two teams with only combined five losses, especially this late to the regular season. The New Orleans Saints at the Los Angeles Rams. That's right, the Los Angeles Rams. You heard me. Rams sitting at t- sitting alone atop the division in the NFC West at 7-3, and three, even after coming off a loss. You got the Saints atop the NFC South at 8-2. and two. Saints 4-1 and one at home and 4-1 and one on the road. So what's going to give in this game? Saints on an eight-game winning streak since starting the season off. 0-2. Now people are saying that they got the best team in the entire NFL, even more than Philly. I think you could argue that, but man, this is gonna this could potentially be a classic here. You got old age quarterback Drew Brees against new age quarterback Jared Goff. And since Mr. Allen Dell, you got both those quarterbacks in your fantasy team. I'm gonna let you take this one. Let it ride, man. Who you got? Yeah, well, I'm starting uh Drew Brees. Uh he may be in your words old, but he's Vintage, I mean, he's I, like, I'll give you that. I'll give you Drew Brees yeah. is you know, The Saints have won eight in a row, and what they did last week was just incredible. They trailed by 15 points with three minutes left against Washington, and they wound up winning the game. And if you want to need a reference point for that, think about this. They were, in in games they were down by 14 points in the final quarter, the record was 0-223-1. and one. So wow. how about that? Holy crap. That's uh, the, Ram, the Rams' secondary is banged up. That's going to add that. That opens up a lot of things for uh, Drew Brees. Uh, 
and the Rams top receiver Robert Woods is out. Still, they're averaging 30.2 points per game, and then the, the Saints got Mark Ingram and Alex Kamara. I think it's going to be a Alvin shootout. Kamara. Alvin, yeah, I think it's going to be a shootout uh, that's going to go down in history as one of the best. <laughs> and uh, I like those Saints. I think they're going to come out of that stadium wounded, battered, but they're going to win 34-31. Oh man, I, I I agree with you on the shootout part, on the classic part, on the vintage Drew Brees part. The one thing I don't understand is this: the lines are so weird to me this week. I don't know if Vegas is just sitting there drunk off turkey or what, or they're just trying trying to get other people who are drunk off the turkey and the gravy. But Rams are favored by two points at home. I mean, okay, the Rams are three and two at home, so two of their three losses have been in LA. You got the Saints coming in hot at eight and two. I mean, maybe it's the injuries on the defensive side for the Saints. I don't know, but they've been playing lights out on both sides of the ball. Just looking at New Orleans overall, I mean. Plus 106 point differential on the season, but the Rams plus 117 point differential on the season. I believe, Mr. Allendale, the only team with a bigger point differential is the Philadelphia freaking Eagles. Yeah. So these are, besides the Eagles, these could potentially be the top two teams in the NFL. I mean, even talking about the Patriots, the Steelers, um, the Rams, when Coach Sean McVay, it's just been amazing what they've been able to do this year. But I just don't know why they're favored at home because the neutral field, that means you're saying New Orleans is only one point better. I think New Orleans is about four or five points better than the Rams. I think they show it this weekend, even with the injuries on the defense side of the ball. I got the Saints winning 37, Rams 33. Four-point win, just a little more than a field goal. And your boy Drew Brees is going to be carrying a nine-game winning streak back to New Orleans, man. Do you think that either of these teams – have a shot to beat the Eagles in the NFC playoffs because yeah, it's going to be one of them against, or maybe the Vikings get in there, right? Yeah, I think the Saints are for real. I mean, you, you got the, the best quarterback in the NFC. Uh, he's got a running game that he's never had before. I mean, they, they're still talking about the game up in Buffalo where Sean Payton called, I think it was 24 straight rushing plays. They don't do that in New Orleans. And it's the Rams secondary that's banged up. They got, they're hurting their quarterbacks. Three, uh, Two of their three cornerbacks are going to be out, maybe all three. Uh, so it, you know that Breeze is going to be able to take advantage. Of that. And he's played, contrary to popular belief, Breeze has played well on the road this year. It's something he's not known for. That's that's very that's very true right there. And it's it's look at the two talk about losses in college football. What's a bad loss? What's a good loss? The Saints' two losses, the first two games of the season, they lost at the Vikings and at home to the Patriots. Yeah. Those are two of the top potential five teams in the entire NFL. So the Saints haven't lost any games they, should have, they shouldn't have lost. This team is winning games, they're beating teams, and they're, proving, they're, they're exceeding expectations in that fact. This is our Go Baller FFS Game of the Week for Week 12. Looks like we both got the Saints to beat that spread and the Rams to fall. And that's, well, that'll put the Rams at 7-4, and four, the, uh, the Saints at 9-2. and two. We'll be right back with one more segment, breaking down Sunday night, Monday night, and I'll let you get that yeah, line uh, in right there. break out that vintage wine and celebrate True Breeze. That's right, baby. All right, Sports World, back here with our fourth and final segment of our weekly NFL Quick Picks podcast for Week 12, breaking down all games against the spread coming up this Sunday and also Monday night for Monday Night Football. And our bonus edition here, breaking down the Sunday night and Monday night football games, we're just going to jump right into things. Green Bay Packers struggling with Brett Hundley under center, going to face arguably one of the best teams in the league, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh favored by 14 points at home in this primetime game. Uh, Pittsburgh sitting pretty, tied with Pitt, uh, New England atop the AFC standings. Both teams 8-2 and two there. 
Uh, if the playoffs started today, Pittsburgh would get the tiebreaker for the number one overall seed in the AFC. Uh, I think Pittsburgh a much better team, obviously, than the Packers. I do see a potential blowout game here, but sometimes Pittsburgh is known to play down to the competition a little bit. I got Pittsburgh winning this game 27-18, to 18, winning by 9 or 10 points, but not covering that big two-touchdown spread. What say you, Mr. Allendale? I think Pittsburgh's going to destroy uh, Brett Hundley, a quarterback. I mean, uh, they're, they're, don't forget they've got the number two scoring defense, and they're number two in the NFL with 34 sacks. Uh, so I think he's going to be in for a long day, just like he was the last game. Pittsburgh's won five straight. They're on a roll. They're just playing good either way. I like them rolling 27-12. and 12. All right. All right. So just covering the spread for you there. Now, I mean, I would not be surprised at all to see Pittsburgh completely roll over the Packers in this one. But I think primetime game, Packers coming off an embarrassing loss. Their offense has got to do something. Throw in some trickery, some creative play calling or something, Mr. McCarthy. Come on, get some things going out there. Uh, jumping into the Monday night game. Uh, Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore favored by seven points at home in this game. Baltimore has been beaten up on been beating up on some bad teams this year, including what we said Brett Hundley last week when they won at Green Bay. Um, Houston actually has been playing a little bit better as of late. They're keeping things close. Obviously, losing Deshaun Watson was huge, and that completely kind of messed up the trajectory for that team. No longer a real playoff contender, but DeAndre Hopkins still a top-five receiver in the league. This team still has a decent defense. They still have a good run game. I, Baltimore's offense isn't enough to blow the teams out. I mean, even in a game where the defense dominates, this is a team that wins close games. I think this is the same case uh, in this game Monday night. I got the Ravens 25 and the Houston Texans 22 or 24 21 excuse me Ravens win by a field goal in this game in an ugly offensive game what say you in this one well you know one of the most interesting stats for for Baltimore Ravens is they are 11 and 1 in night games since John Harbaugh took over the team in 2008 so I find that to be a very interesting stat but uh, maybe the best stat is Baltimore is number one in, in the NFL with 16 interceptions that doesn't bode well for the uh, Texans quarterback, uh, Tom Savage. Uh, poor man's quarterback, to be kind. Um, what, what's your final score? What you got in this one, man? I got a close game, too, but I, I think they're going to get a couple, at least one pick six, and I like them win 20-17. to 17. All right, so the three uh, point. One, one other note, Texas is 1-9 against the spread in the last 10 Monday night games. That means anything to you betters. And, uh, <laughs> That's interesting. Another interesting factoid right there. Mr. Allen Dell doing his research. Baltimore's uh, got three shutouts this year. I think this could be a fourth. That would, that would not be surprised at that. that. That means they would more than likely cover the spread if they shut him out. But I think Texans do enough to score at least a touchdown or two in this one. Uh, just looking at the playoff stands real quick before we wrap up this final minute of our NFL Quick Picks podcast for Week 12. I mean, if the Texans somehow get the upset win, both of these teams are going to be five and six. Uh, Baltimore tied for the sixth and final playoff seed in the a- in the AFC. They're tied. They're they're five and five. Buffalo is also five and five. Chargers five and six. Then you got uh, what a bunch of teams with four wins: the Dolphins, the Jets, the Bengals, the Raiders, the Texans. Uh, you know, you name it, pick out of a hat. I think the Chargers have the most momentum out of those teams. Do yeah. you see any crazy shakeups here as we start to get towards the playoff hunt? No, I, I think everything in Baltimore is interesting. You just thought they have a great defense, but look at their passing offense. They rank 32nd, which is last 
in passing offense in the NFL, Joe well, Flacco. Well, they got Danny Woodhead back. If he stays healthy, that could at least give them some type of a weapon on offense. Yeah, at least passing down back, you know? I mean, that, that's, well, I that's his Joe specialty. Flacco, I think Joe Flacco needs a new arm and a new set of legs, and then he might be fine. But he, he, needs that, that, he needs that elite QB card, man. He hasn't been able to get that since his Super Bowl yeah, win. Since he got his big money, uh, I don't know where he's been. Maybe he's been... Uh, just lounging around. Lounging around. That's what we'll be doing tomorrow, watching some good old classic football. We appreciate your ear and you tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Peace out.